Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday and Isaac. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling this thing solo today because Isaac is traveling. And hopefully, you know, I know he's traveling happy, happy because as everyone know, our Rams were in the divisional playoff game, NFL, NFC divisional playoff game. Yesterday in Tampa Bay against the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Warlock, the old man Tom Brady and our Rams needing a huge win, got a huge win, 30 to 27 over Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we all know by winning on Sunday what that means for the Rams. That means the Rams move on to the NFC championship game and Thanks to the fact that the 49ers, another NFC West team, went on the road and beat Green Bay, that means the Rams are hosting the NFC Championship game in SoFi Stadium, which means the Rams get to play at home in the NFC Championship game with the chance to host the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium, because we know the Super Bowl is being played at SoFi Stadium this year in a couple of weeks. But anyway, man, let's talk about this dominant game, this impressive game that the Los Angeles Rams played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, our Rams won it 30-27, to but they had to hold on. Had to hold on. Tom Brady struggled in the first half. The Rams' defense was giving him all kinds of problems. And he was struggling. And the Rams were dominated. But the Buccaneers, under Tom Brady, did they Buccaneer thing, came back in the second half, tied that thing up late, 
Rams eventually getting a huge field goal from, I ain't going to say my guy because everybody knows how I feel about kickers. But, hey, I'm beginning to like kickers a lot more based off what went on around the NFL this weekend, especially with the Rams kicker, Matt Gay. But anyway, talking about the ball game, the Rams came out and just absolutely dominated the first half. If anybody thought Matthew Stafford was going to be nervous because, you know, he hadn't won a playoff game in his entire NFL career until he won with us against the Cardinals last week. But anyway, Rams came out, absolutely dominated the first half, looked like the team to beat. It didn't look like Tampa Bay was the team to beat. It looked like the Rams were the team to beat in that first half, up 20-3 to at halftime, could have possibly been up 27-3 to had it not been for Cam Akers fumble at the Tampa Bay one-yard line in the last seconds of the first half. Now, looking at that play, Cam had hit the ground, but that ball came out before Cam's head hit the ground, and I felt for Cam because Cam coming back five months after tearing his Achilles, you know, he played the last game of the season and played last week, but this was the first time he got a start since he came back. And look, man, it's a difference, man, because Cam ended up with just 24 carries, 48 yards, fumbled twice. But I have to defend my man because when you're a running back or anybody, if you missed all that time, man, you got to get used to getting hit again. You got to get used to protecting the ball again. And that takes some time. But anyway, we could have easily possibly went up 27 to three at halftime. Or, you know, got a field goal. It could have been 23-3. to Even though with Tom Brady on the other side, you still can't say the game would have been out of hand. But it would have given us, you know, a huge lead, a bigger lead going into halftime. Now, we would eventually go up 27-3 to in the third quarter, looking like we was about to run away with it. But everybody know, man, you got the Warlock on the other end. Warlock, Tom Brady. Went to work. Now the Rams go up 27 to 3. Then the Warlock Tom Brady just started casting spells on Rams defenders. He just started casting spells, period, because he woke up. Pops went to work after going just 10 of 22 for 112 yards and an interception in the first half. Second half, hey man, he put that work in. He eventually, Tom Brady eventually finished 30 of 54, 329 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked three times, but he led the Buccaneers on a comeback. They tied the game at 27. Tied the ball game up at 27 with 42 seconds left when Leonard Fournette, he just tapped, tapped past Troy Reader. Troy Reader came in, shot the gap. Fournette saw him, gave him a little Sammy Davis, bounced outside. No one was outside, scored from nine yards out. That tied the game up 27 to 27. Now, he, people normally know. Once you got Tom Brady down like that and he's able to come back, bring his team back, tie the ball game up, that late in the ball game, you'd be like, man, Tampa Bay got the momentum. They at the crib. Matthew Stafford ain't really been in this situation before under these conditions because the playoff game, not only is the playoff game everything on the line, but thankfully for the Rams, they weren't down. Tom Brady just led them back and they tied the game up. Now it's like, God dang, boy, Brady about to do what he does again. He brings his team back. But Matthew Stafford was like, my guy, you left me 42 seconds, my guy. And that's all I need. 
Stafford was like, NFL world, I know. I have been great my entire career, except in the playoffs. I just got my first playoff win last week, so I really don't have much experience in these kind of moments, in these kind of situations. But you know what? Here I go. I'm about to show you a new Matthew Stafford. Stafford and the Rams, they get the ball. Now, when they get the ball, first play, what happens? Sacked. You're like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Sacked. If you're a Rams fan, you're like, oh, my gosh. You're a Tampa Bay fan, you're like, yeah, here we go. I think it was Jason Pierre-Paul and somebody else sacked Stafford on that first play after getting it. But Stafford was like, okay, we cool. We cool. Dinner guest, Cooper Cup, best receiver in the NFL. Most receiving yards this season in the NFL. Most catches in the NFL. Most receiving touchdowns in the NFL. Cooper Cup, dinner guest, who used to go out to eat with me all the time in the offseason. Get ready, see my man. Because you know what? You Cooper Cup. I'm Matthew Stafford. Let's show the Buccaneers what Cooper Cup is all about. So Stafford hits Cup, 20 yards, getting the Rams to their own 44-yard line. Big play. One thing about it, man, you knew he was going to Cooper Cup. Can't stop Cooper Cup. They knew Stafford was going to be looking for Cooper Cup. Can't stop him. Cup gets loose, 20 yards. Next play, Cup gets loose again, but this time for 44 yards. 44 yards. All the way down to the Tampa Bay 12-yard lines. The Rams hurry up, down the ball, spike it, and here we go. A time for a chance and an opportunity for Matthew Stafford to cement his name. It's one of the great, I ain't going to say comeback kids, but putting on a great performance with less than a minute left to get his team, team to a victory and a playoff win. But Rams hurry up, spike the ball. Matt Gay comes in. Money. Smoothly. Clutchily. Kicks it in for 30 yards out. That's a walk-off field goal, man. Them buckets. If we was hooping, you would call buckets because that would be a three-pointer. He stuffed Curry that joint. But 30 yards out, Rams head to the NFC Championship game at home against the 49ers who beat the Packers despite and despite going on the road with the 49ers. But we're going to talk about them later. But our Rams, despite losing four fumbles now, despite being underdogs on the road versus the defending Super Bowl champions, Despite facing the greatest quarterback some call in NFL history, and this year the leading passer with more than 5,000 yards, and he's 44 years old. The Rams, with everything, I ain't going to say everything against them because it's a very good team, go on the road, big lead, survive a comeback by Tom Brady, survive four fumbles, Win the ball game, 30 to 27. Walk-off kick. Big time. Big boy things. And the reason why they did big boy things and got a big boy win because they got a big boy performance from Matthew Stafford. Now, coming into this season, you know, Matthew Stafford had taken the criticism. You put up big yards in the regular season when you was in Detroit. What you going to do when you get, you know, in the postseason? Rams go out and get Matthew Stafford for these moments right here. Traded away Jerry Goff to get Matthew Stafford. The Rams brought Matthew Stafford in for these moments here. 
Because what he did in the regular season, I think he's number three in passing yards in the regular season. They expected that. But this is what they brought him in for. What are you going to do in the postseason? You see what he did in that first game against the Arizona Cardinals, 13 to 17. He had a couple of drops, efficient. But this game, we ran the ball well against the Cardinals, but couldn't get the running game going, even though, got to give it to Sean McVay, even though the running game, the Rams' running game was not that effective when you look and get the stats, just 30 carries for 73 yards. But McVay committed to the run, and you need to run that rock so you can do some play action. And he had Matthew Stafford not only doing some play action, but he did let Matthew Stafford throw that thing down the field, and Matthew Stafford put together an excellent performance. 28 completions, 38 attempts, 366 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked twice, but the big Krispy Kreme, I shouldn't say Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, you send us some money. I said your name. Send us some money. But anyway, no interceptions. And that's what you wanted if you're the Rams for Matthew Stafford. Just don't lose the ball game. But not only did Matthew Stafford just didn't lose the ball game, he helped win the ball game. Now, that defense played well as well, but Stafford played a great game. You want him to just, you know, hey, man, do what you do, but just don't lose us the ball game. And he did what he did. And once again, let me salute Sean McVay for committing to the run. He did not give up on the run. He didn't even give up on Cam Akers, even though Akers fumbled twice. I know when he fumbled late in the first half on the one-yard line, Cam looked dejected like he should have looked, looked dejected because it was a tough situation, man. Could have easily went up 27-3 to going into halftime, fumbled the rock, but I saw Sean McVay made sure he went over to Cam, probably told him, that we're rolling with you. Don't worry about that. Mistakes happen. But the fact that Sean McVay, as I said, committed to the run. Even though Tampa Bay wasn't letting nothing go because the Rams only ran for 73 yards, 30 carries. That's just two yards a carry. Cam America's got 24 touches, 48 yards. So that wasn't really working. But Sean McVay was like, so what? We're still going to do it. Because when we run the ball, it's Sean McVay talking. When we run the ball, the chances of winning go way up, way up. And he did. He committed to the run. Matthew Stafford put in work. And what can you say about Cooper Cup? What can you say about Cooper Cup? You can sit here and look at the scouting report and talk about him and be like, look, man, let's put a game plan up to stop this dude. And people have been trying to put game plans up to stop the dude the entire season. Now, earlier when he had Robert Woods, before Robert Woods got hurt, you know, it was hard to deal with him then. It was, you know, particularly hard because he had Robert Woods you had to worry about. But we brought in Odell Beckham Jr., so teams have to worry about Odell Beckham Jr. But what can you say about Cooper Cup, man? He had a 70-yard touchdown on Sunday against the Bucks, where he got loose. I mean, it's, I don't understand why they don't, they don't try to bracket that dude, a double team that dude every time. But even when they do, he, he tends to, because he going to catch the rock. And when he catches the rock, he just knows how to run and get yards after the catch. 
Cooper Cup comes up huge. Nine catches, 183 yards, that one touchdown, which was a 70-yarder. And you got to give it to them, man. They know that Matthew Stafford is going to look for him. They know Stafford going to throw it to him, but they can't stop him. No one can stop him. So when you are the focal point of the defense and you still put up big numbers and you still put up big plays like Cooper Cup did and does, got to salute that, man. Cooper Cup finishes with nine catches, 183 yards. Odell Beckham Jr. helped out six catches, 69 yards, being a threat. Because you got to look for him. But Tyler Higby, Tyler Higby just makes big catches. He just makes big plays. That dude is huge in what he does. He finishes with four catches for 51 yards. But Higby seems to always make big catches. Catches it when we need him to catch it. Then you got to talk about the defense. Now, we talk about what Tom, Tom Brady finishes 30 of 54. 329 yards. Rams made him throw that thing 54 times because the Rams defense wasn't giving up nothing rushing either. Even though Tampa Bay just ran the rock 14 times, 51 yards, their Rams defense was tough. They weren't going. They weren't having it. Then we talk about that three-headed monster that the Rams have on their defensive front. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, they have been a threat ever since the Rams got Von Miller in a trade earlier this season. So what you what you think happened in this playoff game? Rams got three sacks. Who you think got those sacks? We know who got those sacks. Aaron Donald got one. And he was raising hell the entire game. Aaron Donald got one. Leonard Floyd got one. Von Miller got one. Now, the Rams only hit Tom Brady six times, but they picked him th three times. And when you look at the quarterback hits, you know, I hit him six times. He dropped back 54 times. He sacked him three times. But the times he didn't hit, they didn't hit him, they had pressure on him, man. They did not let Tom Brady get comfortable at all because you know he likes to be comfortable. Now, give it to the Buccaneers. They, was, they, they, they were without one of their starting tackles, but the Rams were too. Andrew Whitworth didn't play because he was hurt. And our note bloom came in, is, 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 is replaced him and switched over and, and, and did a great job. But we got to salute Raheem Morris, who used once used to be the head coach of Tampa Bay. How he had his defense ready to play and how they performed for him, man. Because they come out, they get the three sacks. They get the pick. Nick Scott got the pick, man, a beautiful pick. Right before halftime, Tom Brady threw the ball late, but it didn't matter. Nick Scott went over there and got it, plucked it, and you good, you, you happy for him to see him make a play like that because he normally just like a special team guy, but Nick Scott making a huge play, and that Rams defense just doing what they did to Tom Brady, making that guy uncomfortable. Now, the Bucs also played without their leading receiver, Chris Godwin, who tore his ACL a couple of weeks ago, but they still had Mike Evans, and Mike Evans still did what he does. He's a 1,000-yard receiver now. now. Everybody wanted to see the Mike Evans and the Jalen Ramsey matchup, but we know the Rams don't always put Jalen Ramsey on the other team's best receiver. Now, they did match up a couple of times. But Mike Evans, eight catches, 119 yards, and a touchdown. 
His longest catch was 55 yards. You expect that from Mike Evans. So that's no, that's no surprise. That's what he does. Grunk, four catches, 85 yards. But other than that, Raheem Morris and that Rams defense putting pressure on Tom Brady, not letting him be comfortable. And the Rams defense had to overcome their offense, giving it up four times. Four fumbles are huge, man. Two by Cam Akers, one by Cooper Cup, one by Bryant, Bryant Allen, but it didn't matter. Rams defense was like, that's, all, that's cool. We good. We can deal with that, my guy. We ain't going to really worry about that, my guy. Don't worry about it. We're going to take care of business. Just like Matthew Stafford said, look, don't y'all worry about my lack of playoff success up until this year. It's a new Matthew Stafford. So now, Matthew Stafford with a great performance. Rams with a great performance. And once again, man, you have to salute the L.A. Rams because, bro, this was Tom Brady they were facing. Matthew Stafford is good, but he's not Tom Brady. Even though the Buccaneers were missing some key pieces, they had a lot of key pieces. Still, in one key piece, it's Tom Brady. So to be able to survive a comeback from him, when they got the momentum at the house, you on the road now. L.A., Tampa Bay at home with that momentum. They just tied the ball game up. Normally, people fold. They fold. When Brady get back on them, he at home, they fold. But Sean McVay, Raheem Morris, these Rams was like, the only folding we're going to do is folding our clothes, putting up, up, put them up in their suitcases. We go back to the crib to play this NFC championship game. But I'm glad, I'm glad they had to win that way. I'm glad the Rams had a big lead. Tampa Bay came back and they had to win because that gives you mental toughness. Not only does it give you mental toughness, it gives you even more confidence. And that's what they need. Even though they had beaten the Buccaneers in the regular season, 34 to 24, this was different because it was a lot more on the line. That was a regular season game. And I call it regular season games, preseason games because you really want to go to the postseason. So regular season games, preseason games to the postseason, because the postseason is where the Rams wanted to be. They got there by winning the NFC West. And they had a game where they had to tough it out. They had to endure. They had to overcome some adversity after having some extreme success, because I don't think a blowout win would have helped the Rams. They would have blown, up, blew, blown out Tampa Bay. I don't think it would have helped because they blew out Arizona. They needed a win like this. And they got it. Over arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play. Now they get a chance to move on to an NFC Championship game. Like I said, to face the 49ers who beat the Packers, who went on the road and beat the Packers. But I'm not surprised that they beat the Packers. Rams fans and the Rams not surprised that they beat the Packers because 49ers play an aggressive type of football. They play grown man. They make you, they make you prove that you're a grown man. They make you prove that you're grown men. And for the last six times, they've tried to make the Rams prove that they grown men and the Rams and 49ers are like, I might be grown men, but we're more grown men than you all. Cause they've beaten the Rams six times in a row. So now 
the Rams get to try to break that losing streak against the San Francisco 49ers, division rivals. And how about that? We talked about the NFC West being the toughest division in the NFL before the season. We talked about it during the season, and the NFC West proved that. Three teams from the NFC West made the NFC playoffs. Rams, 49ers, obviously, and the Arizona Cardinals. So now you got two NFC West teams playing in the NFC Championship game. You get to go to Hollywood. Well, so far, technically Hollywood, but you know what I mean. Get to go to Hollywood. And look at the storyline, man. Two hated rivals. A team who has dominated another team over the course of the last three years. And here we go. Look at the script. Look at the setup. The Rams with a chance to go to their second Super Bowl in four years. A chance to host it. And they're at home with a chance to play and advance to the Super Bowl that's at their home as well against the team that beats them at home and on the road. So hopefully we'll get a chance, me and Isaac, get a chance to bring you all a preview of the Rams 49ers later this week. But this ball game, done. Rams season, not done. Bucks and the Brady, their season is done. Thanks to the Rams. Thanks to Matthew Stafford. Thanks to Cooper Cup. Thanks to Von Miller. Thanks to Aaron Donald. Thanks to Leonard Floyd. And thanks to Jalen Rams. We ain't bring his name up, but those DBs play some ball. They play some ball. But we move on. Rams 30. Tampa Bay 27. Next up. NFC Championship game, so fi, so so deaf. Rams 49ers. Trip to the Super Bowl on the line. So say you, Ramily. Let's go because I know so is going to be packed. But that's going to do it for this episode. Another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce. He's just not here today. And Doc Holiday, I am here today. Until later on, God willing, I'm out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.